Jesus. Amen. Your brothers and sisters of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, especially Wendy and Bernice, Melissa and Matthew, David, Dan, Roger, Dennis, and all of the family members and brothers and sisters in Christ. The text from which I will preach is the gospel reading you heard earlier from Luke 7. Jesus is the resurrection and the life. He is the one who raises the dead. And in Luke 7, a young man, a widow's son. We don't know how he died. Was it an accident or was it an illness? Natural causes or something else? And we all know that when the young die, it always draws the attention of the community. It's almost an axiom that the older you are, the fewer people will be at your funeral. Unless, of course, you're rich and famous like Bill Gates. But when the young die, there's always a crowd for the funeral, as there was that day in that little town of Nain. The funeral procession was heading for the cemetery, and the grief, like today, is extremely thick. This young man was the only son of his widowed mother. First, she had buried her husband, and now her only son. Who would care for this widow? Who would provide for her? How could she carry on with the rest of her life? There were no government safety nets in those days. Life in those days was extremely hard. Death, the cruel enemy of our humanity, had robbed her twice. First, death took her husband, and now her only son. I can only imagine the immense pain, the tears of grief, the feeling of helplessness, anger, despair, the endless nights of sleeplessness that would not end even with a burial. Scripture teaches that the wages of sin is death, and that young man was a sinner born with the congenital disease of the first Adam in his own flesh and bones. Whatever it was that killed that young man, the cause of his death was sin and the law that kills sinners. We heard in the epistle, the sting of death is sin, and the power of sin is the law. No one is exempt. Wayne wasn't, and neither are you. In the text, then, Jesus looks attentively and compassionately at the sobbing mother. He picks her out of the mob of mourners. He knows who she is. You remember that on the cross, Jesus, Jesus would single out his own dear mother, and provide a son for her in his death. And now here, his compassionate heart reaches out to her as only he can. He speaks the consoling, compassionate word that only he can speak with complete and total meaning. Do not weep. And then amazingly and incredibly, Jesus goes to the open coffin, and he touches it. Yes, in the face of death, Jesus is calm, resolute, and unafraid. The procession to the gravesite comes to an abrupt and complete stop, and that's when Jesus speaks again. Do you remember what he said? Young man, I say to you, arise. 
Didn't Jesus know his name? Well, of course he did. He's the Lord. But instead, like Jairus' daughter, Jesus simply calls him young man, as though to say, you know, young man, you're not the only one I'm going to raise from the dead. I'm going to raise a lot of young men and old men, little girls and grown women, and an entire world of dead people, including you, me, and uh, another man. I'll say it this way, a middle-aged man named Wayne Grable. Arise! Get up! That's the resurrection word in the Bible. And so Jesus speaks like he's waking up a teenager from sleep. He tells the dead to get up, to wake up, and they do. His words do what they say. All it takes is a word from the Lord of life who came to defeat death itself by his Good Friday dying. One little word, arise! You see, when you're a creator and when your redeemer says, arise, you get up. And the dead man sat up and began to speak. That's the power of the divine word. The divine word that baptized Wayne as well as you. The divine word that gave Wayne the Lord's forgiveness all of his life. The divine word hooked with the bread and wine that fed Wayne, the bread of life and the cup of immortality all his life. The divine body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ, who took our humanity into death and the grave and raised it up to the right hand of the Father in eternal glory. Brothers and sisters, what great joy that Jesus spoke other promises to Wayne all of his life and Wayne believed them. And those promises are for you as well. Listen, Jesus promises. And this is the will of him who sent me, that I shall lose none of all that he has given me, but raise them up on the last day. John 6, verse 39. Listen to another one. For my Father's will is that everyone who looks to the Son and believes in him shall have eternal life and I will raise him up on the last day. John 6, verse 40. Here's one more for good measure. Whoever feeds on my flesh and drinks my blood has eternal life, and I will raise him up on the last day. John 6, verse 54. Now, some of you here today may be tempted to say, well, you know, that's really nice, Pastor Colton. It was really nice that the widow of Zarephath got her son back from Elijah. It was nice that the widow of Nain got her son back from the dead. But hey, what about, what about Wendy? Uh, what, about, what about Bernice? What about Wayne's brothers? Their children, grandchildren, Wayne's children. What about Wayne's dad, Harlan Carl, who's been buried for years? Pastor Kuhlman, some of you may be saying at this point, what about all of those whom death has robbed us, especially our dear brother Wayne? And oh, by the way, Pastor Kuhlman, what about all the rest of us? When the doctor comes into our room and says, I'm sorry, there's just simply nothing more that I can do for you. Or when the doctor says to you or someone you love, the cancer has returned and we can't do anything else. There is no. Brothers and sisters, this is where we need to understand and to receive the raising of the widow's son for the miracle that it is, namely, 
that it is a sign to strengthen our faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. In addition, it is a foretaste of the feast to come on the last day, Resurrection Day, when the Lord Jesus appears in all his glory and raises all the dead and gives eternal life to all believers like our brother Wayne. What Jesus did for the young man at Nain on the way to his burial, he will do for Wayne and for you. Raise you up, touch your coffin, and say, young man, young woman, or whatever the case may be, it's time to wake, wake up, sleepyheads, arise. And every single body will rise on that day when Jesus speaks the word of resurrection over the entire face of this earth. What Jesus did for that widow's son, he will do for Wayne, and he will do it for you who believe in him. What great joy that is. It really is. And so for the believer like Wayne, resurrection of the body, listen carefully, resurrection of the body means reunion. Life with God, life in Christ and in the Spirit. Life in communion with one another. A happy Blessed reunion. The Apostle Paul considered this when he wrote to the Christians at Thessalonica. These Thessalonican Christians, they had some strange notion that those who had died, like Wayne, before Jesus appeared on the last day, were lost and would never be seen or heard from again. The Apostle teaches differently. Listen, he says, we don't want you to be uninformed, brethren, about those who are asleep that you may not grieve as others do who have no hope. For since we believe that Jesus died and rose again, even so, through Jesus, God will bring with him those who have fallen asleep. For this we declare to you by a word from the Lord, that we who are alive, who are left until the coming of the Lord, will not precede those who have fallen asleep. For the Lord himself will descend from heaven with a cry of command, with the voice of an archangel, and with the sound of the trumpet of God, and the dead in Christ will rise first. And then we who are alive, who are left, will be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. And so we will always be with the Lord. So encourage one another with those words. That's what Paul wrote. And he wrote that for all of you today. This is a magnificent promise from Jesus, who is the resurrection and the life. His promise is rock solid and sure, just as, just as he is risen from the dead and lives and reigns to all eternity. So Wayne and all of us who believe in Jesus, we will be raised and reunited in Jesus, just as surely as Jesus is risen from the dead, just as surely as Jesus lives and reigns to all eternity. Brothers and sisters, this is most certainly true. Believe it, I beg you, in the name of Jesus. Amen. Now may the peace of God, which passes all understanding, keep your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Amen. Please stand for prayer.